What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio here in Matawan, New Jersey, broadcasting you, giving all you the breaking news, the hot takes, the chop it up segments have you from the cabinet creation sports desk uh this got extra use last night i hope you guys enjoyed the uh chop sports fight factory that preview uh premier and down goes phone premiered last night at um what was it seven o'clock uh it was myself gooch uh wrestling rob and, and tommy d but today as always at 11 you want to get your phone I mean, it's very far at this point. Uh, today, it is. <laughs> I just you, you threw me off. It's okay. I was I'm a, in peril, bro. What? I can't, I, Dude, we were I'm flying. out of breath. Honestly, that's I got just because you just did hours ago and thirty I, push-ups behind the desk for no reason whatsoever. No, there's a reason. It's definitely a reason. It's, it's like, like a psyche. A, it's like a, a, yeah. All right. Well, whatever the case, Sturch and Gooch are back again, and of course, Dina producing, and of course, Wrestling Rob in the house. Big loaded show today uh, because there's literally no news out there right now. There is a couple things. We'll get to that in all a second. Checking in with the chat. Good morning to Chris Payne. Good morning to Bailey. Um, good morning to everybody that's checking in, watching us right now as we head boy, into a Wednesday. Stimmy. What's going on, Stimmy? Stimmy's in there. Uh, Michael Fusco in the building. Uh, his, I think, his son's team is. 2-0, by the way, in uh, high school baseball. Nice. So nice. his team's rocking and rolling right now. So shout out to those guys. Um, but yeah, so if you want to chop, uh, if you want to chop, <laughs> if you want to support Chop Sports, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com backslash chop sports. Three, uh, five, $10 increments on way to support us in a monetary way. Speaking of monetary way, uh, because Chris Payne is hustling this morning like a madman, uh, he, he texted me saying, I got you this many subs. And they're delivering, and we're at 940. We so, are, we are no, 960. 960. We Sorry, are 40 shit. away. 40 subs away, ladies and gentlemen. So, and, and Bailey coming in with the uh, got a subscription out of his apprentice school. So, the word is spreading. Boy, we're spreading Bailey. like the plague. We appreciate you guys. We're at 960. 40 more people away from getting that $1.80 check in the mail from uh, from YouTube. <laughs> so, <laughs> monthly. Monthly. So, monthly. Hey, don't worry, guys. Listen, once we get to that goal, the, uh, the, the content will start cranking out more and uh, more shows, more features, all that shit. We're, we're going to be working on all that, and we're very excited because we're right there we could feel it we could just it's right in our grasp and um it's just crazy because like when we first started this whole shenanigans when we got that first fifth tenth subscriber i was beaming i was beaming we i was actually, happy we actually jumped out of the gate with like 80 on day one we did we yes did good and that was what last day. march right but then it stopped we didn't get another one we didn't for touch for eight months right so we did it was like basically we got we 80 in one day and then zero in eight months we did not touch uh the youtube for a little while until we went daily show and then we said you know what let's get ready for this and then the rest is history with a lot of helping support from right. everybody so that's shout involved out to the original the original og people in the chop sports daily community <laughs> that were once watching on facebook like if you yes. were if you were a person that once watched on Facebook, then you've been with us that since like me. literally the very <laughs> beginning. So Dina did it by like requirement. Like we're just like you gotta watch, no matter if you're actually watching or not. You just have to watch. We tell a lot of people I that. One more out thing, as a fan before I was even your guys' she friend. Was. So this is true. Also, uh, Mount Olive. Lacrosse. Yes, I put our, that on there. Um, shout out to those girls. Uh, that is the Palumbo family because you know that reaches very very deep. Um, uh, which McCall? Uh, oh man, I'm just Joe sponsoring lacrosse. Joe, Susan, the, the I'm sorry. Yeah. We are sponsoring the lacrosse team. Our sign went up there yesterday. Very cool to see in a very very big stadium like atmosphere. So that's pretty dope. Uh, and of course, 
Uh, right off that, that stemmed from other people saying, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. Just hit us up. You know, we're, we're trying to spread the good word of Chop Sports. We actually locked in officially today, right? You got that confirmation. Everything's good for the barbecue. Oh, I thought you were about to tell me we got another sponsor or something. No, like, no, oh, not yet. Is this news, breaking news on the show? <laughs> yes, we not officially yet. did lock down the day. Um, I guess talking to you especially, Ash, we do not have to worry about calling anybody more, any more people, no more emails. We have the day. It's all secured. So now so. what we're going to be doing is more than likely not only planning the day, and that's the Chop Sports PQ, which goes down June 26th, 2022 from Merrill Park, which is technically Woodbridge, Colonia. What are we considering that? Avenel? Like, it's a Colonia Island border. Okay. I it's guess it depends Chain on. O'Hills Road. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's all I know. Chain uh, O'Hills. Chain O'Hills. But anyway, uh, we're going to be doing a pretty much a company barbecue so if you want to come out come support chop sports we're going to be uh, reaching out to local businesses to see if they want to sponsor some food and uh you know we'll have some music entertainment dodgeball kickball everything that gooch has dreamed of since we started this company we're going to be able to do dodgeball there because there's no when there's a there's a field you can just do dodgeball dodgeball is tough in an open field you have to have people like tennis ball just people. Just bring cones. You know how they Give have in, te- in tennis, they have people that fetch the balls, is the ball boys or whatever. Nah. In dodgeball, you have to have a line of them behind because if I got a cannon, dude. Oh, so of course you throw, do. Of course you do. If I throw do. a dodgeball, it's of course to you go got a cannon. yards if I don't hit somebody, which will be very rare in itself, but another story. <laughs> dodgeball, you need If a one gym. sails, it's going to sail. You need a gym for dodgeball. It's tough to do on the field. Which we've talked to Bobby Tominski, right? A little bit, like um, briefly. Yes, Ash well, has been in contact with Bobby. and Another Woodbridge legend. He's got to run it up the, the food chain a little bit, but yeah, let's hopefully do it. by the end of this month, which I guess that's actually not possible because it is the end of this month. It's literally April. In a April, week or so, we'll have some week. more details on the dodgeball tournament. We're trying to do it for a charity. We haven't really come up with a charity, but I think what we've ended up deciding on correct if i'm, I'm not i'm not mistaken we're this, gonna this sounds like it's gonna be an executive decision coming from gooch and gooch only but go yeah ahead. we are gonna try and do it for a scholarship fund so yes, we're gonna nice. try and raise money for a woodbridge township's student athlete to go you know continue and further their education Can we call it the chop sports fund the chop sports scholarship fund or the chop, chop sports scholarship fund i like yeah. it i like so it let's do it i'm not sure Done. we might have to set up a nonprofit. Whatever, Something whatever like it takes, so we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Um, we'll help secure a venue, though. Yes. So that's awesome. Can't wait for that. Also, uh, if you guys are in the area this Saturday, um, Jimmy Palumbo will be going live at the Avenel Performing Arts Center. He's already going live on Friday night, uh, which is sold out to capacity. Um, again, he just hit me up about five minutes ago, uh, asking me if I wanted to go to 101.5. I was like, well, appreciate the the heads up. You know, like I can't just get up and go, but maybe I can. Well, I'll figure it out. Uh, he'll be on 101.5 New Jersey, 101.5 tonight to promote the show with Steve uh, Trevelis. 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 Okay. So he's had him on the show a couple times. Um, and I think it'll be a, a great time and a great way to promote his show. So I'm excited to see Jimmy's show. Even if I have to scalp a ticket, I'll go on StubHub maybe on Friday and see what the value is. Third market, you know, it's a hot ticket. So, but if you definitely want to go check him out, go check him out on Saturday night. He's still selling tickets for that as well. So first and foremost, yesterday, uh, I can't uh, wait. wait I'm, I'm, let's got, go back got, to the comments real quick, real, quick. real quick. I got two updates that I just received. Okay. Um, sorry. Lamar Lamar Jackson denies all trade rumors. I I did see rumblings yesterday. I didn't see one rumor of him getting traded. That a mid-contract negotiations, I guess it was an article pretty much coming out and saying he was denying things, but I never really heard the rumblings until he denied it. So I guess he heard the rumblings, and there might have been some Baltimore people talking that Lamar wanted out. Lamar is clearing all that bullshit up and saying he is, in fact, all in with the Ravens, and I don't know why he wouldn't be. They're going to pay him. 
you know. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. he's but so, he's his own. His his so own. That's, that's more of a non-story, but just an update. He's his own agent, he's, really. So he is. No, he is. His I know. Own agent. Yeah. So and then Michael Porter Jr. suffers a setback, which is definitely crushing because the Nuggets, if they had a chance to make a push out west, uh, they needed their guys to get back, and Jamal Murray and and Michael Porter Jr. are, are still not ready. Couple and people now, in the comments. Um, yeah, ask trying to show you Fusco's comment about the car show. Listen, I'm dude. I'm I'm all for a car show. I think that's badass. I think that would be a really cool uh, cool event too to to get a part of. Um, I do want to bring up the draft party. We haven't discussed what we're going to be doing. Last year was obviously a almost a coming out of sorts for Chop Sports because it was like two months, three months into our business. But now that we're more established and more, you know, kind of got our bearings, uh, the draft party will more than likely be at a, a bar of our choosing, but also. We're more than likely not going to be on the mic this time yeah, around. I have no interest. In I kind of want to just wanna get, enjoy the party. I want to just watch, see who the Packers are going to pick with their two picks, and it's we'll probably be a be, long night. It's I a will long be. Night. I will say easy. this. Uh, regardless, we'll probably have somebody there filming uh, just random stuff here and there for content yeah, purposes. Yeah, we'll but do we'll do some giveaways. Maybe we'll buy a couple jerseys and things like that, and we'll we'll sort it all out. Yeah. So draft party will be going down on draft night. Uh, MJ's. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another story. They might be like, well, we don't need you. Well. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that off air, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, appreciate you guys checking in to the show. Uh, as far as the news goes, I know we've been very heavy on um, on basketball lately and very and the tournament's happening, so rightfully so. It's not like we're just doing and this look, just for this shits. is the NBA's time yeah. right now. This yeah. is the, the final 10 games of the season. This is when I start really caring about the NBA. It's I think that's, I think that's most you know, casual they kind fans. Of, they're posturing to see who's going to have a chance at this point. Uh, the, the teams are sorted out. Even the back ends of both conferences the Lakers aren't even in the playing game right I now. I mean, that's not scary. Is that right, Rob? Yep, they that just played right. their way out of it last night. So, so the Lakers are now non, a non-playoff team. LeBron's only hope at so they're not even in the face this year game. is to win the scoring title. LeBron does have a firm handle on that, I would imagine. He's been scoring like 40 a night. Oh, and I did hear this yesterday on the radio, that if LeBron, if they... F- if they foresee themselves not being a playoff team, LeBron could literally, he he qualifies and he, he meets the criteria where he could just not play and his scoring title will be intact. Almost like a Reyes. Remember when Reyes had the batting title and he just didn't play? Because God forbid he like, you know, popped out twice, he would lose the batting title. I think that if LeBron stops playing now because he's hurt, right? So if he stops playing for the rest of the season and shuts it down, he can win the scoring title by default. How much garbage is that? I mean, it would be garbage if he did it. You're saying that he can do it. That's just a fact. Him doing it, well, that remains to be seen. I think he'll play. He needs to average like... I think it's like 24 a game, and then he can pass. He'll be number one by ne- within like 55 to 70 games. So they're saying next year for sure if he continues to keep scoring like he is. That's why I think you're seeing LeBron now 40, 50 all the time now. He's a member now. of the New York Knicks. Is so that what got, you're saying? Got, oh, my God. He would do something like that. Watch like, and learn, he This says. is an interesting um, take from Rue, who I know is a, a big NBA guy. Huge He's NBA saying guy. that he actually despises the last two weeks of the regular season. I guess – I'm I'm curious to know the logic in that. I I like it because we have this tight race up in the East right now. Right. And you get to see you don't know who's going to play who yet, and it's sorting it out. <laughs> you know, there's a couple teams that are making a push. I'm not really sure about the back end of the standings in each, and I'm very very <laughs> unsure about how this whole playing. Game I do know the Knicks works. would make the playoffs in the West. So to my understanding, <laughs> the yes true. they would. The, yes they uh, would. The seven plays the eight, and the loser plays the nine. The loser plays the winner of the nine ten. So there is there is ten. That's in, that's embarrassing. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten. I, I get. I learn this every third day on the show, and I find it. 
it, it blows my mind every single time when I'm like, it's 10? Yeah, 10. I mean, and, and no, that's that's one side, Gooch. No, I know. And then know. there's another side. So that's 20 out of 30. 20 out of 30 make the playoffs or at least have a shot to play. Like, give me a break, dude. Oh, my goodness. I second that. Oh, I think you should ban any mention of LeBron on your show. I now uh, I know he's a great player in this, but he's just overrated. The no, I'll well, we'll never ban LeBron. LeBron I mean, we, LeBron, we did that last year. Just, we did that look, last year look. from the Chop Sports Facebook group. We LeBron, did LeBron. LeBron's we LeBron ban. LeBron is not overrated. It's not overrated. It's just debate right. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, uh, the playing games last year were effing dope. The entertainment value in the game itself. Yeah, the the Warriors. We got LeBron and Steph last year in the playing. That's the one. This that year they're going to make an exception. I'm sure there were other great games as well but it's just it, it waters it down a lot oh he thinks there's a lot of tanking involved is rubes coming back in saying a lot of tanking because of the lottery if you're not going to make the playoffs if you're one of the 10 teams that don't make the playoffs you get to be in the lottery shout out to the knicks and for of not of course tanking. this is when the knicks decide to start winning Right, right, right. Dina makes a good point. Like, we, we just sit there, we watch the Knicks struggle throughout the entire season, and then the last couple games, they've looked like gangbusters, and all of a sudden, they couldn't make the playoffs if they played in the West. It was, it's just, just it's annoying. <laughs> it's very annoying that the Knicks are doing this now to us, uh, but what a way to go, right? I mean, look, if we're going to go out the season, go out with a bang, win the lottery, and then get yourself whoever the fuck you want to get. Get Doug from St. Peter's. <laughs> go get him. Why not? Anyway, um, Randall has a new podcast. <laughs> Jimmy Palumbo coming in saying Julius. Yeah, yeah, that's a full sentence. So that's uh, Jimmy's learning. Uh, but yeah, so can you imagine if they made an exception this year for like LeBron? Like, I know it's usually 10, but we're going to try to let 12 seeds in this year. Well, I think that's what just so LeBron that, can make the playoffs. That's what they're doing anyways. The back end of LeBron's career. They're like, we're going to keep this man in the playoffs at all costs. And it's still not working. <laughs> and I'm a big LeBron fan, so I'm not bashing him. I'm just calling it like it is. The Lakers right. are abysmal right now. Correct, sir. All right, so last night there was some news in the NFL. Well, yesterday. In a 29-3 vote, 29 teams decided this is a good idea, uh, and that's the overtime rules that are going to be changing in the NFL in the upcoming season. Now, according to what I've read all morning, because I, I was like, I can't decipher what the actual rule is, and I don't think they know either yet. They just know that both teams – We'll be able to get the well, ball. It's, it's not fully f gone through. It went through. It's happening. It's happening. But they still but have to amend the rule, and they, they said that in the thing. It's kind of open-ended. They just know that the guarantee is both teams are going to get a possession regardless. I do How like they're going to end it is, remains to be seen because if they tie again, then are they going to force a, a two-point conversion? Are they going to force a two-point conversion on the first one and then force See, one on the second one? It's garbage. I, I mean, why? No, what I think they should do is if the first team scores – they, they're allowed to kick an extra point. But in order for the other team to even compete, they have to go for two if they score a touchdown on their first possession back. Either way, whatever the whatever the rules might be or might not be, I don't want to get into that. We've, we've done that this before. Is, it's official that they're going to both get a possession. The rest of it still needs to be amended, to my understanding. This is just a reaction rule, man. This is just the world collapsing because yeah. the Bills didn't have a chance to win. I mean, when you have 29 out of 32, it, it is a reaction. Yeah, because they're because putting themselves in that been, situation. It's never been put into place, but sometimes you, you know, instant replay was put into play. It was, it was done that, early, was and then they stopped it. But instant replay has definitely been a success overall. You wouldn't agree? What? That instant replay is, is needed. It's it's definitely been a Wait, success. Wait, insta oh, instant replay as a whole? Yeah. Not like, like replaying there was a time, penalties or There anything. was a time in the you know mid-90s, as late as the mid-90s, where instant replay wasn't there. Jerry Rice fumbled. T.O. caught it over the middle in the Packers playoff game. And I'm not bringing that up because I don't think the Packers were going to go on to win the Super Bowl that I year think anyway. What, right. But 
you know, it takes a, a an egregious error and everybody to get to see it to be like, look, this needs to be fixed. I don't think it needed to be fixed, but I also have completely no issue with the new one. It's just the, like, that okay, pops really. I good. take it as it comes when it comes to things like this. That pops really good off the chat. Like, yeah, I, it you put a little white outline. I don't know. I just stared at that for a second. Well, Dave's uh, looking at my tit. I'm looking at uh, <laughs> his breasts. Uh, but anyway, so I, I agree with that. But the only thing I um, instant replay, yes, needed it, right? But like. The, the amendment that they just did, like all scoring plays are now on the review. Good. You know, like, cause then if you're down to no challenges in with five minutes to go in the game and there's an, a, a crazy, crazy call, that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Don't do not bring back penalty reviews because that is just, that was awful. When I say awful, that was the worst thing they could have done. And look, and why did they do that? Gooch? Why did they put that replay in? Because of a bad no call because of a reaction based off that miracle in, in Minnesota. That's the only reason why they did that. They did it for a year. They realized it sucked. They got rid of it. So now Wait, they're going to no, do that was the, the, I think it was the Rams and the saints. No, Oh, that's what I meant. But it, it was involved yeah, in the same, same, Sorry. same season. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. maybe I don't, whatever. But you know what I was getting at. Yes, so yes, I, yes. I the said crazy, the wrong right. The, the crazy pass interference, no call. Yeah. And they, they were right to try and fix that. It was just the wrong way to do it. You know, fire the ref. I guess they might have. But they I don't understand why the NFL just doesn't do like kind of what the NBA does where they have they go to the screen and then they talk to somebody from New York no, or from the office. No. no, it should be done like that they because do it. No, they do they it. do that, but they it's, do it. it's the what NBA do, is way bro, too much. What the NFL needs to implement more of it, things don't need to take forever. That's what I'm right? saying. Like man. I'm pretty much looking at it. Some plays maybe, but for the most part, it's like you could tell right away. Right? You could just talk. I could talk to you. I'm talking to them right now in real time. You know, so NFL, figure it out. Have someone in New York watching every game from all. So angles. they do it in hockey. Just, that's what, that's you what I see, mean. Yeah. You see it happen a lot when they do like these. The coach doesn't have to challenge it. It comes from somewhere. I, I don't think I even know where it comes from. It has to come from New York because somebody from somewhere is telling them like, and they just automatically like fix whatever they did wrong oh, immediately. real fast. Immediately. That's with New no York. Challenge, yes. No coaches challenge. No nothing like that. It's just done. Correct. They need to do that more. Where if it's like a flag, it's be like, oh shit. We didn't see this, but that was fucking bad. And call it. You need like an eye in the sky almost. You well, know what I mean? Like, they do that. The XFL was doing XFL that. And it worked. Was, well, XFL we, was responsible for the this, overhead this, cam, by the way. We've talked about this as well, where it lends to like, are we just going to do away with officials altogether on the field? And and I don't no, think we need to nah, do away can't. with officials. You need human error. It does, you know, it does work that way. You all right? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm processing like what I think a good fix would be. Maybe Bro, like, I literally thought you were stroking out for me a second. Too, like, you just stopped talking dead. I thought he was like getting interrupted or something. Right. And I was like, well, nobody's talking. Oh, um, <laughs> that's that was some scary shit. No, I felt I, my heart skipped a beat. That was like here, when Ant stood up in Oof, the room. I was like, what the hell goodness. Um, right, like a ghost. Was I'm in thinking the like or something. Body cams for the refs? No. What, what, the cops? <laughs> that would be actually that would <laughs> just be for just for entertainment value. Just for entertainment value. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. coming in saying human. Uh, it's no human error. It's all about gambling. But if you put, it's scary. It's if you scary put, how if that you world put, is going. I was, I, as I was processing what you might be able to do, it's just instead of having the refs on the field call, call all the plays, you or call all the penalties. You just have humans do it. Just do it from up top on video. Like you just put cameras on every single spot, Kyle and you have a ref. Who said it. this? Kyle. Kyle said what? Put the I mean you guys kind of deciphered it as like robot reps, but that's like what he was saying. Like 
the cameras have people in like a control room making those calls. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, that's that's probably the way to do it. I mean, if you want to do it that way. But again, crazy times in the NFL, of course. Um, you know, overtime though. So about overtime. So yeah, that's overtime. What we were that's what we. That's that's originally what we we're talking about. The fact that both teams get the ball. Uh, it went 29 to 3. So, three coaches or three teams decided to vote against it. I want to assume one of them was Pittsburgh because I believe Tomlin went on record and said, I believe in sudden death and I want that to be the end of the game. Uh, so, that could be one of them. Uh, but it doesn't matter the who. The other one is Andy Reid. The other one is the Chiefs who just won this way. Uh, so <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know. The whole. Let's everybody like they're always preaching player safety, right? I mean, that's like their big thing that they always hammer down on. But like player safety, right? Now you're adding one, they added a 17th game. So right away, you're giving another opportunity for these guys to get rocked around, right? Now with this everybody gets the ball rule, then this can happen back and forth and forth and back. And all of a sudden, the NFL players are essentially playing another quarter well, of football. Well, that's not good for safety. They, they simply don't give a fuck about players. That's safety. what I'm saying. So, so, like they, the whole, so it's all nothing bullshit. that they do lends to that fact. The only time that they ever do anything that that goes that direction is when there's a litigation process happening and they're about to be sued or someone's got a gun to someone's head. That's the only time. The NFL clearly only cares about the bottom line. Oh, and that's, without, without question, I just, like I said, man, I, I, I think that this was a reaction thing. They saw what the, happened to the Bills and they're like, wow, this can't happen again, you know? And I'm just like, yes, it can because it has. The Bills aren't the first victim of this, you know what I mean? Like, it just so happened that it was in a big, big game and the Bills season was ended. That's why it's so like, oh, we got to fix this now before we go on to another season. You don't. You don't. It wasn't broke. Don't fix it. That's Did all I'm saying. Any other rule changes? Uh, from what I heard, there was just some tampering stuff uh, it, within the uh, the front offices and shit. But there was overall other, other no. news that came out from that weekend. All the meetings was the John Lynch coming out and saying that Jimmy G is too good to be released. So Ooh. Jimmy G is, is officially now the starter for the 49ers. All of a sudden, I have a Trey Lance is a wasted pick. Suspic- sort of like no, Jordan Love. <laughs> Trey Lance is definitely not a wasted pick yet. Jordan Love. Definitely a wasted. Okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you finally admit to that. Well, uh, I admit to that. I've always admitted to that. No, no, no. You but, but now there's value in what Jordan Love brings to the table. Now that he's a Packer, I don't think that they should trade him. I think the most undervalued pick. position in the NFL is backup quarterback. 100%. Yeah, you got you to have him. I think the you Saints just him. landed a gem yesterday. The Saints signed Andy Dalton. It's a gem. I mean, if something happens to Jimmy Winston, I just called him Jimmy Winston again. Jimmy Winston. That's what fucking uh, McAfee said it yesterday. Jameis Winston. If something happens to Jameis Winston, you have a capable guy to win games, right? Um, I don't think he's capable, and I don't think they're going to win many well, games. Well, that's not true, because that's he definitely just, won games for the Cowboys when he was a backup quarterback when Dak went down. He won games. Not a lot, but he won games. In a very, very bad division. I'm just saying, I don't think that Dalton's the man. I think that... He's a very, very back end of the road backup quarterback. <laughs> oh man, Scoop! I'm not a believer in Andy Dalton. Also, news uh, from Scoop. Breaking news: uh, McDaniel wears a wife beater. I, dude, did you see his see-through shirt? <laughs> they made this cringeworthy coaches picture with all the NFL coaches, right? And like, obviously, the sun is shining a certain way. They take the picture. You just see this guy. He's in like a short sleeve, like Hawaiian shirt, but it's like white and it's see through. And you just see his beater. <laughs> I also had no. I'm like McDaniel. It took me about a minute to process. Dolphins like, who guy. The fuck you were talking. Dolphins. about? I got it. Now, okay, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the only so coach not there, Josh by the way, for a uh, was Mike McCarthy. So that that was a uh, the Cowboys news uh, of the day is that Mike McCarthy decided not to go to the coaches meeting um, because he's at the draft. He's prepping there because we haven't filled enough holes uh, as a team. So he has to make sure he gets the draft absolutely right. Oh boy! Pretty but, sure he was at fucking Burger King, bro. He might have been. He might have <laughs> been. Not doing. He, he might have got a Whopper, maybe double Whopper with cheese. Good. I don't know what. 
So that sounds good. It does sound good. Um, yeah, it does sound good. Not, not to me, because I don't eat meat, but just in, ge- in general. In general, just food right now? Yes, consumption. Anyway, so <laughs> before <laughs> before we get into what we wanted... Actually, you know what? No. There's one more thing I needed to get to, and that was with Jim Ursay. That drunk son of a bitch. Let me tell you something. Jim Ursay is a legend. He says the things that people aren't supposed to say, but he went out and said it anyway. So he had an uh, interview with The Athletic, I believe yesterday. Hey, or did they- I believe the word you're looking for is uh, an alcoholic. Jim Ursay <laughs> is an alcoholic. He's not a legend, all right? <laughs> He's definitely hammered 90% of the time. And you put a, a camera in front of Jim Ursay's face, and he's going to say Who's some, worse, him, some him, or, him or Jerry? Oh, God. Well, er, Jerry's just senile. He's 110. He's, he's turning 80. It's a bad combo. He looks like he's 110. For he's got a guy, brain like a 24-year-old, though. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. He's a he's an alcoholic. That's what okay. It, that's so what Jim Ursay is a boozer, and he needs help. But he, he goes out there yesterday and says that uh, signing Carson Wentz was an absolute, like, quote, mistake, right? And they moved on from said mistake immediately so they could fix the problem. Yikes, right? Because now Car- uh, Commander Carson yeah, is over Did you in- hear the part of the interview where they were like, wait, 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 who are you talking about? And he was like, oh, Carson Wentz. Like, <laughs> right. He didn't actually say that, but Bro. that's exactly what he meant to say. And then on top of that, he's talking about, you know, the... the, the um, you know, the shortcomings of Carson Wentz last year when they have to end the season by beating the Jaguars. And he says, and this is the age old thing, right? The quote before everything else, no offense to Jacksonville, which means, you know, the hook is coming. The hook, the the right hook is coming. He goes, no offense to Jacksonville, (laughs) but they're the worst team in the league. (laughs) So like for him to say that, and I know by standings, like, yes, they got the first pick in the draft. Show me the lie. Yeah. I was going to say no lies told in that moment, but for him to go out and say something like that was very uh, drunk of him <laughs> for him to say. Do you think he was drunk in the interview? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's, that's Absolutely do. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, boy. So uh, if there was an opportunity to toss Putin or Wentz off a cliff, bye-bye Wentz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's rough. Um, yeah, yeah, all right, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's talking shit about Mike McCarthy. Guess who the Colts play this year, too, at home. If you say the Jaguars, I'm going to smack you. No, the bump, 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 bump. Commander Carson's coming back <laughs> to play there That's to play in uh I love the Commander in Carson Indianapolis. Theme song now. So yeah, was that the Commander Carson theme song by the way? No, you haven't. Is heard, that you didn't know that. The like they're trying to get that like off the ground as like their theme for the oh, Commanders. Oh, bump, 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 bump. Commanders. It's no. all state or Allstate, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, what the? Oh, they've been trying a, since day one to do that. Such a poverty oh, franchise. Bleacher Report ridiculous. just released their free agent class. Dra- uh, grades, not draft. Free agent class grades. For Here we go. Offseason. Here we go. So you, do you want to just roll off them just to say it? No, no, no. I just want to say the Bills got an A. I'm just naming a couple. The Bills of got an A because they got a fucking rule changed. How's that for a fucking offseason? Go the ones that were really good. Just keep talking. Cowboys got an A. What? I, I disagree. Oh, Did they wait, it? what? How? The Browns. Right, relax a, over there, Dina. The Browns got a D. What did, they do? <laughs> did you land Devontae Adams? I don't think so. <laughs> Dina's, Dina's strutting. How over do there. they give the Browns a D and the Cowboys an yeah, A? Yeah, the Browns got the guy the Cowboys got rid of, and the Cowboys Bob got an A. Bleacher Report. No, I kind of like Bleacher. How. No, I like Bleacher Report. No, I love them now. Actually, <laughs> I like Bleacher Report. They're my because favorite publication. It streamlines and I get updates, but Bleacher Report's writing and the people that. It's now you're just talking so about Pro Football Focus, and no, you're no, talking, no, about talking about Pro Football about, Talk. I'm, I'm talking garbage. About, I'm talking so about Bleacher Report. Did the Raiders get an A? 
The Raiders got a, it should have gotten an A plus, right? I mean, talking the Raiders. About, I'm not. I didn't get down to the the L's yet. The Packers yeah. got an F. <laughs> no, he's talking about Las Vegas. Packers got a D. <laughs> it was you laughing. D plus, D plus. Packers got a D plus. Bleacher oh, report. I got a D plus. What is and that? Anyway, um, they haven't signed anybody. So, fuck Bleacher Report. We're gonna move past that. <laughs> I love Bleacher Report. Thanks for the A. Unreal. Wait, oh, Kyle coming in. I can honestly agree with an A for the Cowboys. The fact that they kept Lawrence was really good work. I thought for sure him and Cooper were both gone. And that, I, listen, I, I put it out there real early in the universe. I said, this is going to be a great offseason when the Cowboys don't lose any of them. And all the writers already wrote them off. And they lost one of them, which, whatever, it was a trade. But the fact, yes, the fact that they kept the Marcus Lawrence, cut their costs, and now they're they're supplementing all their, their losses with a couple other picks. I'm not, I'm not listen. What they've done to replace Gregory, not that great yet. You know, I'm not going to say it played out. Why are you looking at me like, what? Am I just backing them up too much? Um, yes. All right. Staying on football. Let's do that. The Cowboys don't deserve an A. We all fucking know that. No, Kyle, but the Packers stop. definitely deserve a D+. Plus. I don't care what, what any of the media says because the Packers have been wrong. They've been wrong about the Packers in the media in the offseason for three straight years. And AJ, I agree. Uh, if you want a real analysis, go to The Athletic. It's a dollar a month if you want to go read The Athletic. They have some seriously good shit um, over there. Uh, James Rube's coming in. Packers and Chiefs won the trades, but you guys aren't ready for those takes. I mean... <laughs> I am. He is. I'm I know that. He is. Ready. Um, I know exactly ready. why you would say they won those t- But look, well, you, you can't say that until the season plays and out. You know who I else think. agrees with that? Kyle. No doubt. Yeah, because Kyle thinks that everybody should play on, on $0 spent. Because he thinks that the salary, just because the Cowboys no, screw he, this whole thing up, that, doesn't mean everybody that, else does. He thinks that you can't spend $25 million on, uh, annually on a wideout. And I think that the Packers have collectively come up with that fact. I'm calling a 30-second timeout. Okay. Okay. Because this is ridiculous. You're talking about Kyle saying that they can't win with the the that annual value of a receiver, correct? 25 mil, yeah. Kyle's also saying the same guy who says in the same breath, you can't pay the quarterback in a second contract. So by rule, Packers and Chiefs will never win again. Well, ever. According to Kyle. I mean, pretty it's been pretty uh I'm just I they haven't. That, you know, that, they, they, has Aaron Rodgers won in his second contract? No, he has not. Or his third or his fourth or whatever the fuck they're doing with this guy. Look, and that's not no. true though. Again, I think that anyway, the yeah, theory was twenty five million a year for a wideout. None of them have ever won. And we're going to talk about some running backs a little, in a little <laughs> bit, right? And we're going to go through a few things. It's going to, I think, it's kind of telling about what skill positions to bring to the table. And by the way, Chris Payne changed his uh, YouTube graphic to his pissed off Payne logo. <laughs> just realizing this now, it's just awesome. Uh, great feedback by that on that. By the way. Uh, Scoop said, I'm, I'm canceling his Patreon to subscribe to the athletic. <laughs> Appreciate you. Actually, actually, I don't even know which one he's at. Which one is he? So you're saving money. So look, you're in Kyle's logic, save money <laughs> wherever you can. Right. I mean, like he's, I don't even know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Okay, now. great. Like scoop, scoop came in and said he's, he's canceling his Patreon to go sus- subscribe to the athletic deal. Okay. He, he also said he was going <laughs> to buy a fucking land, uh, Lawnmower 4.0, and he didn't. So. Oh, what a bastard. He's just waiting for you to, like, give you his so he can just, like, and then go oh, use it. You an Aquarius? <laughs> Not a drop. If you know, you know. You know anyway, you know. Move, move on. Let's uh, move yes, on. let's move on to the Fusco Insurance Agency, ladies and gentlemen. They are our brand new sponsor. We have partnered up with them. Very pumped about it. He offers personal commercial lines, life and health insurance. They even help with retirement, employee benefit administration. If you need a benefits guy, if you're a brand new small business and you're like, gee golly, gee golly, gee golly, did I just say that? Uh, gee golly, I need a guy for benefits. Bang, Fusco's your guy. Also, 
tax season, right? We all got to file eventually. Some of us are getting money back. Some of us are going to probably run into traffic. But regardless, tax preparation service by Fusco, do that. Fusco Insurance Agency are the guys. If you have bad credit, guess what, Gooch? You can go and get the fiscally repaired, or I'm sorry, physically fit credit repair. I'm not saying you have bad credit. Yeah, I was, I was like, just, what the fuck you no, talking No, 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 I was about. just talking to you. I'm just, just having a conversation. Uh, they, are, they offer exclusive plans for you. Very affordable um, and you're not going to lose any money. That's his promise to you. You will not lose any money unless you owe money to the IRS. Nothing you can do about that. But if you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. Offer a broad range of services, business owners, independent professionals. Their rates are affordable. He's very experienced. And of course, he's a good dude. He's in the comments. Introduce yourself. Go get to know all about Michael Fusco. And you can visit that FuscoInsuranceAgency.com. So go check him out as Dina has something for Lilac. And if you hate, if you hate LeBron James, he also does. Yes, so. you can do. You can talk LeBron James hatred. You can do that too. So. Or don't talk about LeBron at all with him because he banned him. Yes, that's true. He doesn't want to do that either. So yeah. go ahead, dude. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned LEO spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. Be sure to check them out at lilacsageboutique.com and join their mailing list so you don't miss out on any new arrivals. I hate you guys. Use the promo code JOB10 to receive 10% off your purchase. Yeah. I'm going to piss out. Oh, fuck. I got light headed. I'm sorry. I was trying not to read that. So it's not on you. It's pain. Oh, fuck. Uh, according to the Chris Payne scoop, a Home Depot is having a sale on six by eight rugs. Oh, I love this. He fucking said, job. I love scoop, this fucking scoop job. said, I only need it for myself. My wife doesn't need it since we don't give her rights. Oh my Oh, <laughs> good morning. Holy shit. Oh, man. What a Breaking day. news coming from Jimmy. 200 point. Is that his weight? 200.8? <laughs> is he at the 200 mark? You fat fuck. He is he such a fat bastard. Pounds. He keeps putting random numbers in the chat. So oh, my God. Anymore. I'm fucking oh, dying. Man. All right. Sports. Whew. What do we Let's got here? Back. We got back. Oh, Mo, actually, before we do that, one more. Steve Aspara, because I know he's bitching and whining. We're not talking about him enough. I'm kidding. Uh, SteveAspara.com for all your web-based services. So I saw Mike DeCrosta, one of our old uh, former, um, well, he's still a friend, obviously. <laughs> former friends, no. Former sponsors of the, the Body Browns Tanning Salon. He did inquire with Steve Aspara uh, to possibly, I guess, make a website. So if you want to do that, do that by going over to SteveAspara.com. His rates are very, very affordable. Very good dude. He's very honest. He'll let you know if your website sucks or not. He'll definitely tell you that uh, but definitely go in there and um inquire with steve so steve's a good guy he's a partner of ours and one of his memes uh yesterday or two days ago were fantastic where he said keep your keep my sight in your fucking mouth <laughs> so that was hilarious <laughs> oh man i'm uh i'm all flustered now because that shit was hilarious you know myself and gooch are both getting a little older one of the first things to go is your vision Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, 
AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Anyway, so yesterday, or two, a couple days ago, uh, me and Gooch were sitting in the other office. We're just shooting the shit. We're getting our jobs done around here, right? And he came up with a list. No, no, no. I came across a Facebook oh, post. Fa- on this day. I see clearly. Ago. Sorry, I got to do it every time. Um, you came up with a... Uh, I still don't know what that is, by the way. It's <laughs> Edge's theme song. Remember Edge, oh. the one guy you know in that match yes, who you picked yesterday? Yes. Yeah, which was, by the way, one of my favorite moments. You're like, come on. I know one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments. Um so Jimmy's plugging radio show tonight, 101.5. Palumbo and Chop need to be under 200 by Friday's live show. All right, we'll stop eating then. Um, intermittent fasting. I'll teach you all about it. It's really good stuff. But anyway, so what was I saying? Okay, so you came up across a list in which you kind of dissected your own list, right, uh, of top running backs, top 10 running backs he's ever seen play. Now, let's preface that because there's going to be a lot of like, well, what about Walter Payton? Like, we didn't see Walter Payton, so he's not going to make this list. In fact, I saw Walter Payton, but I was way too young to really When did he retire? 87. All right, so I saw him for two years as an infant. No, so, so, like, so I didn't, didn't see, him. see him. So, yeah, I, I, didn't see I, him. I watched one game where Walter Payton had, it was like a Monday night game. And they scored 56 on the Packers. And that was the Yikes. first Packer game I actually I think they ever blew watched. out the Cowboys, too, in like 91. But yeah, I was four. And I don't even barely remember it. I just remember so, it. So you put out this list. Uh, it's people that you've seen. So that's, like I said, preface it by that. So like when people come across this list and they're like, what the hell? Where's Gail Sayers? You know what I mean? Like all these guys that we didn't see play, of course they're top. Well, no, let's just look. It's 1990 on. So that's if fine. you were drafted in the late 80s and you had the bulk of your success in the 90s, then you're on this list. Or you, you have... You qualify to make this list. Now, now remember, it's not even a list because today we're going to draft them. So basically our top 10 list is going to be a draft. So once I pick one or he picks one first, whoever's first, we'll pick one and then we'll go. And once that guy's picked, obviously he's gone, right? So we're going to come up with a collective top 10 list. Now, if you don't agree with this list, there is... I'm not even going to agree with it because you might pick a guy that's well, not we'll even debate in my it top after. 10. And we'll debate it after. Person. That's yeah. fine. Uh, but if you don't agree and you got somebody better please feel free to call in after the list is done. All right. The link is literally, I think it's in the bio. I mm-hmm. hope it's a, uh, is it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So it's in the comments. It's in the bio. It's in all that. So come and debate us. So who's got a coin, Rob, you got a coin over there. Uh, yep. All right. Yep, We're yep. flipping a coin to see who goes for it. I'll call it. Uh, can I do that? Can, at least fine. I all right. I'll call it. Call because, you wait, hold on. Call so that you're calling. So basically ahead, first pick it. will be, or whoever wins a toss and then we'll go vice versa. So Rob, hit it up in the air. Tails never fails. Failed this time there, buddy. What? <laughs> heads I, it is. Is it really? Ha- it's it, heads, bro. Uh, heads. Ah, all right. Well, so much for this. So we're not going to uh, do this list anymore. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> bro, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually force your hand here. I'll defer because I know that I'm going to I'm gonna end up, I know who you're picking. Oh, you just words. think you know me like that, huh? You just I think, mean, you better. I mean, talked a lot of shit. You better. Is it going to be Tim Hardaway? <laughs> That's funny. But no. That's funny. Dave picks Emmett Smith. You have to, right? <sighs> So we already know that our I am list picking is flawed. The number one running back of all time. And that's Emmett Smith. Okay. Emmett Smith is the number one running back of all time. Why is that, Dave? Why would he be the best running back ever? I'll tell you why. Because he leads the league in all time rushing yards, right? Most successful running back, three times Super Bowl winner. What? What? Are we not? Is he not? What? Just keep talking. I, I, I just, you're killing just me here. Like, you, you're, you're telling me not to go to the comments. I, I go to the comments say, and I didn't say up. anything. First of all, you know what? 
if it was you uh -huh. in this situation, I would be in the middle of talking about Emmett Smith, and you'd be like, uh, Payne said fucking fucking, <laughs> and I would be in the middle of my comment, and you would just, how are you, son of a bitch? Hold on one second now. Emmett Smith, number one, all-time leading rusher. Everybody gets on this this uh, this 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 theory of oh well he had a great offensive line. The offensive lines built back then in the early nineties, most of them were similar. Okay, and we didn't have any pro bowlers, all pros. One Hall of Famer, one Larry Allen. That's it. So if this is all this dominant great wall in Dallas, they're not all. They're, they're, they were good. They were very good at the time, but that's bullshit. Like, I think that Emmett Smith is one of the grittiest runners of all time until the very end of his career. And then, of course, he started going east and west way too much, wound up with the Cardinals and sucked. Yeah, when he stopped playing with a good offensive line. That's exactly when he started uh, going east and west too much. Also, it's the tail end of his career. I understand that. But this is a very, very uh, – this is breaking news, guys. Uh, Emmett Smith didn't have a great offensive line. That's one of Dave's – No, no, no. I don't know. I said we had one Hall of Famer on it. That's all I said. Dallas Cowboys offensive line is one of the, if not the best offensive line in history. Why aren't they all that, Hall of Famers? I don't care what. It's weird. Um, all right, I don't know. I guess they sucked. But, <laughs> Thank you. But no, come on. My pick is clearly Barry Sanders. I'm not here to bash Emmett Smith, but we all know Number it's two consensus. Is Barry Sanders. It's all, everybody knows it's consensus. Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith played in the same era, and I don't think there was even one person outside of Dallas or New Jersey with all the Dallas fans here that actually <laughs> believed that Emmett Smith was better than Barry Sanders, and this is while they were both playing at the same time. Barry Sanders did a lot with a lot more with a lot less. Not a lot more. He did as he had much some shitty teams. More he had some shitty with teams. a lot less. And he did beat Dallas in the playoffs. That's yeah, his 91, only, one, first of all, right Detroit before we went on our dynasty. win in history is against Emmett Smith, ran Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, well, uh, well, Emmett was in that's his just second a, year. That's just a dig. That no. guy has nothing to do with why he's better. No, but what um, I will say is this. Barry I believe Sanders is better because of... Oh, you <laughs> because of the following. Because of the following, he had he had in only 153 starts, 15,269 yards. He averaged eight more yards per carry behind a far worse offensive line. Eight, uh, point eight more yards now, per carry. Now, now, okay, eight, five but, yards I, a carry. Great stat. But I will ask you and raise you this. I believe it was said on Twitter, which you can follow Chris on Twitter because this actually made it to Twitter first uh, last week. Somebody said, and I forget who it was. It might have even been Bailey. I don't know. Somebody had chimed in. Oh, I know exactly. And who said it was. that why why wasn't he used in like the the big crunch time situations? Who Barry Sanders? Because Wayne Fonts was a bad coach, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you have Barry Sanders and you're not using him in crunch time situations, I'm going to say that you're not using him right in crunch time situations. I don't believe for one split second that Barry Sanders couldn't get it done in short yardage. Now Kyle Kerm's coming in saying Barry Sanders cool highlights made the team way worse. I'm going to. Go so hard on him right I mean, now. Be careful. Kyle, Tread lightly. So, so hold on. So you're <laughs> trying to say, Kyle, that Barry Sanders had any name another player in that team? Scott Mitchell. Can Herman you name Moore another one? Herman Moore was a stud. Are you kidding? But they we're talking about Chris Barry Sanders. But that team was made that by team Barry. Was terrible. What were they supposed to do? And the guy wanted to leave, and they, they wouldn't even let him leave. The only the first player for every year to rush for a thousand first ten years. A thousand yards. Nope, not Jim Brown, not Marcus Allen, not Gail Sayers, yeah, nobody no, else. Barry Sanders did it. In a bad team. In a bad, terrible team. And he had to leave. He literally had to leave because they wouldn't bad. even help him. So I so he I couldn't think, pull the what the what players yeah. are pulling now where they retire and then come back around another team. Barry Sanders, Basically. I think, yeah, is I consensus, guess. and I, I don't think it's much of an argument. You can make, not, you I'm can not make arguing a spot. You can make interesting cases here and there about uh, Emmett Smith and saying like Jerry Rice gets all the accolades and the credit because he's the guy that has the most stats. But Jerry Rice and Emmett Smith, the separation between one and two with Jerry Rice and Emmett Smith Bobby, between Bobby, one and two Bobby. is very, very big. 
Jerry Rice, you could take the second at all time in, in any statistical category of receiving and make a subtraction, and the difference, there's typically a guy in the Hall of Fame with the difference of those numbers. You can't do that with any other position. It's just absurd. Now, I, I also I, believe Jerry Rice was kind of a compiler, but we're not going to really get it. We can't go there because Kyle has a book that's coming out next fall uh, about how Jerry Rice was overrated. Uh, but I will <laughs> say this, <clears throat> Dina, <clears throat> part of your job as producers to bring up good comments and you just brought up the worst comment of all time come I from Bobby Erpsis. Herman Moore greater than Michael Irvin. Get off all just just stop. Stop it right now. Please stop. And Herman Moore's that Daniel dude. Grosso, Don't get me wrong. Daniel Grasso also makes an amazing point. What? Against the Lions, defenses had ten in the box every single game. So he was the only threat, really. I mean, they did have a decent pass. Well, if that's the case, then Herman Moore's stats will be through the roof if he's one-on-one the entire time. They were. (laughs) You want to talk about Herman Moore had some good numbers. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, okay, (laughs) Payne, shut up. Just just shut up. (laughs) Anyway, my number three overall pick is LaDainian Tomlinson, okay? Six years in a row. What? It's all the way down. The Sorry. Six years in a row with 1,300 yards, okay? He tailed it with the Jets. He kind of tailed off with the Jets. The Jets' run wasn't that good. But, bro, in 2006, 28 touchdowns, my man. 28 touchdowns. Like, that's not touched. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it was. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, 28 touchdowns. Uh, and, you know, Tomlinson, a stud of a running back, a decent team to play for the entire time. But I will say that he now currently sucks as an analyst. So I'm not I, a fan I will of it. say that my my plan has backfired because I gave you the first pick to try and force your hand, knowing that you'd pick Emmett Smith. And I was assuming that maybe this might play out where it lined up better for me. I should have just taken Barry Sanders and then Ladanian Tomlinson because I, I I agree with you. See on what happens when you defer the coin toss? Yeah, it's going to happen all the time and over time in playoffs. I don't agree. I think. I don't know. Maybe Kyle made a good point before, but fuck that. We'll, we'll talk about the running backs again. LaDainian Tomlinson, I agree. We're in consensus here. I actually put him second or maybe third, but I have somebody else that I'd put second. All right. So we'll, we'll, who's fourth? I'll get into my 10 after that. Well, who's fourth? Fourth. Your pick. Now I'm going out on a limb here. Uh-oh. This isn't necessarily Limbs. who I think is fourth, but this is like a draft strategy. I'm no, to, no, no, no. Well, I, I'm I, trying I, to build a better team than you. Let's preface it by this. Are any of the guys ahead of him, are, are, is he better than any of those guys? Like right now, you've seen Tomlinson, Barry, yeah, I, and I, I put I put the guy that I'm about to pick fourth overall. I put him fourth overall, but ahead of Emmett Smith, who I have fifth. Go ahead. All right. Who so it? it's Adrian Peterson because oh, obviously everybody oh. knew who it was going to be because the graphic got fucked up. Before. Oh. So it was like, but I also. Um, it kills me to pick Adrian Peterson because he's on the Vikings and he beats his kids. Yeah, so he like beats his kids. I'm not a big fan here, of that. But I'm going to have to make the exception <clears throat> here and just like the rest of the league and brush that under the rug and <laughs> welcome AP to my squad because Adrian right, Peterson. You can have you can have AP. one of the one of the greatest talents to ever do it and just a beast, impossible to tackle. The numbers speak for themselves, and the way he's still doing and it. Longevity, right? longevity, and longevity, right? Longevity has to be it. a factor. He's definitely up there. Uh, I have I say no disagreements with it, that. He did just like get into a fight with his wife on a plane, so he's still having domestic. He's still having domestic, uh, you know, problems. But, um, very good football player. You only see so many generational talents, especially at that position, become and, like, domestic offenders. Kinda, well, that too, <laughs> and uh, you just kind of. This guy has been it, right? His whole career, it's, yeah. he's not never missed. He's played for every team in the NFL now, you know, which kind of hurts the legacy too, a little so. bit, but yeah, whatever. But. Um, all right, so AP at four. All right, so number five for me, my pick, my go. I'm going 90s. 
I'm going 90s. I know there's a lot of guys probably in the modern game that are a little bit better. Uh, maybe at the end of the day they will be, but I'm going Curtis, my favorite Martin. There you go. Give me Curtis Martin, the all-time leading rusher for the New York Jets. I, w- I believe. I can't imagine anybody's got that. I just made that up. Uh, that's got to be a real <laughs> yeah, thing, though. Uh, gritty 90s runner, 11-year career. You don't see that a lot anymore, you know, these longer careers, except for the guy you just mentioned. Adrian Peterson's been playing for 40 years. But um, uh, what you going to call So check this out. In his second to last year, like right before it was all over, he rushed for 1,700 yards. So like this kid or the guy um, absolutely tore it up. He, he stayed with the Jets the entire go-round after getting drafted by New England. Uh, he's a four-time All-Pro. I, just give me Curtis, my favorite Martin uh, in this spot right here. Any disagreements there? Yes. Okay, great. I think Curtis Martin's in the top 10, but I don't put him here. Uh, he was very consistent, but there's just guys that were way more dynamic that I would take over Curtis Martin. Um so like why said, don't you do that? And, well, I'm actually pissed off because looking at the way you picked, there's a chance that I could have had my top five, all of them except Emmett, and I would have had another guy that is almost as good as Emmett. So I fucked up by deferring, man. I should have just taken Barry. Gucci but has won the toss, toss, toss. Has I elected lost. to defer. I, defer, I don't, defer. I don't, I don't, I'm not picking Curtis Martin here. I put Cur- Curtis Martin around nine. Um, but who do I pick here? <laughs> Marshall Falk, Derrick Henry. That's it. <laughs> Derek and this is actually the Who risk. Do I I think? Well, we're about I don't to have find my the list in front of me, and this is why we got to get a printer. <laughs> and we didn't. I don't know if the graphics are in order, so I'm I, like, I fuck. did the best I could with the order. And the I think the only I, one that's out of order was Ladainian Tom. Well, I don't. Okay. I didn't know that she even knew the order because you don't know my order, and I don't know yours. So well, I put like, mine in there, and hard. I figured the other ones. We didn't think this through. They didn't think this. We didn't think this through. But live television, ladies and gentlemen, King Henry is the only guy I think active that makes the top ten. King Henry's the only one that could sniff the top 10 that's active, besides maybe Adrian Peterson, if you consider him. He's still playing, right? AP? AP? I mean, after the, the more domestic stuff, I don't know, but... No, I, I think he'll... <laughs> the, uh, the no, NFL but days, honestly, like, honestly, King Henry is is revolutionizing this the, the, the position of running back lately just based off the fact that strength now wins. You know, he's literally a, built like a brick shit house, and nobody and can take him down one on one. He's he's scoring eighty yard touchdowns as well. It's not like he doesn't. Have right, it's not like he doesn't speed. have the wind. A guy that size, he's running like the wind. I'm, I'm with he's it. Running King, like the wind. King Henry is uh, definitely de- uh, belongs on this list. And it's blowing my mind that a guy that I think is in the top two. You're out of your mind. I know. I I think I have a feeling, and I'm not going to take him here because I'm going to take somebody, another outside the box thing because I'm going early 90s after King Henry. I'm going Thurman Thomas here uh, with the seventh overall pick in the top uh, top 10. Now, I know, look, you could tell me all about the whole, you know, losing multiple Super Bowls in a row. You can talk to me about fumbling in the Super Bowl, but you will not talk to me about the fact that this guy was a 13-year, 13-year runner, okay? So he's played in a long time. Uh, Five-time All-Pro, first and second team, little mix. Uh, All-Pro is way better, by the way, than Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is a popularity contest. All-Pro, you got to literally be elected to it. Uh, 1991, this was a stat that I kind of pulled out of my ass because I, I really, like you know, just to give you a better diversity of who he was, caught 61 balls out of the backfield in a time where running backs weren't catching a lot of balls. So Thurman Thomas is my guy um, on this one because, again, success aside, the whole losing Super Bowls aside, Thurman Thomas is the guy. And have you ever, and you will never see another running back with the single bar down the center. Never. That, that's an old school and, look. And nor should you. Nor should you. Nor that, should you. That was terrible. I mean, also the 91 MVP. Yes. And uh, like you said, with the receiving yards, career, 4,500 yeah. receiving so, yards as a running back. As a running back, that's unheard of in that time. Now, all running backs can do all things. So, you know. So, 
I mean, clearly the one that's being overlooked here and is the best all-purpose back, I believe, nope. in NFL history. I know where you're going with this. I hate him. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Nah, see, and this is where my strategy kind of paid off because, because I know you don't like Marshall Falk. I let him go all this way. And that's why I almost fumbled over my words before because I was like, how did I pick King Henry over Falk? I don't believe this for one <laughs> split second. This was solely based on draft strategy. It is <laughs> baseball draft season, so I'm getting into my mode right now, <laughs> right. all right? I did fuck up with the Emmett thing. I should have Barry. I should have King Henry. I should have LaDainian Tomlinson. I should have Marshall Falk. And I'm not going to get who else I should But I should have those four right now. You should, I but fucked you won't. Up. But there's no way in, in any earth on this one, that one, or 80s, 90s, 1920, that Marshall Falk is a worse player than Thurman Thomas or any of the guys that were listed after Barry Sanders. Marshall Falk, I believe, is the second best back in terrible, the last Terrible, terrible analyst, years. by the way. Just awful. Bro, what are we talking about Hates here? Hates the Cowboys. Marshall Falk <laughs> got over 12,000 rushing yards and almost 7,000 receiving yards. Do you understand that? Right now, I, we're I talking can comprehend about it. Yeah, sure. The dude was a touchdown machine. He's got a Super Bowl. He's got an MVP award. He was the real reason, not Kurt Warner, behind all those. Don't you shows dare! On turf. Let's be Don't real about this one. Marshall How good Falk, was that movie? Marshall by the way, Marshall Falk was the catalyst behind <laughs> that. Seen it? I wonder, I wonder who played Marshall Falk in that movie because we saw what Ray Lewis looked like. <laughs> who played that? Bu that whiny bitch of a head coach dick Vermeil. you guys watched it no no no, no. <laughs> this I is a couple grow. weeks back we found I'm, this picture it was hilarious i have a hard time watching any sports movies that yeah, like are true like that, he doesn't like, like to that. enjoy life at all he just no sports you know. movies that are good that i need to you know but some of these What's movies today? man this they're is, so fucking corny. we're almost in april all right i'm about to start firing up draft day again but go ahead <laughs> so, again like, again that's yes, another thing again. definitely don't watch them 30 times <laughs> That's draft season, baby. Come on. Anyway, speaking of your draft, so you go with Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. I'm going with an unsung hero here. I'm going with a guy that definitely should not be here. I think you should even move him up a couple spots. This is Again, the guy that same, I should have same, instead of... Oh, instead you just of, think yeah. you know? Uh, no, because right now, if you didn't pick here, everyone would get bumped. You would have, have Emmett second, and this is where I'd be picking... I would be picking him as my last pick because you would have no choice. I'm picking Edron James, okay? Edron James revolutionized the Colts running game after Marshall Falk left, uh, by the way, which is, by the way, shout out to the Colts. I know Jim Mercer is a drunk, but, like, their running back situation was pretty good for a while. Yeah, it went from Marshall Falk to Edge. All skill positions. They had Marvin Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne. 1,500 yards his rookie season. What? Somebody, somebody out there, like, saying hello and whistling. Oh, yeah? Go check it out. Bring him on air. Let's go. What, what time is it? 11.54? I don't know about that I, I mean, I'm not bringing them on air. I don't know who it is. Hola, cómo estás? No, all right. Anyway, so anyway, so 1500 rookie year, and then people say, ah, well, the sophomore slump's coming. Second year, Ezra James rushes for 1700 yards, so he one ups himself. Um, do you actually remember him finishing in Seattle? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That like when when I read, I'm like, oh shit. He was a yeah, Cardinal. Like, he was a Seahawks. I know the Cardinals. Right? That's yeah. that goes without saying. But I'm saying the, the Seahawks. I was like, wait, what? Anybody? Anybody of note? Ah, the printer's here. All right, word. Um, so yeah. So speaking of printers, we got one of those too. So yeah, Edron James is my ninth. Is the ninth overall pick, and you now close the list with Priest Holmes. There it is, Priest Holmes. So a guy that I mean, I want to say he didn't have a good career i want to say there was a span where he was just absolutely electric priest holmes do i have him on my list he's on there from 01 to 03 he had uh were like his best seasons yeah so i'm saying a couple years 
were, uh, were a couple good years. Priest Holmes was one of the best running backs in football for a little while. So in 01, he had uh, over 1,500 yards. 02, 1,600 yards. 03, 1,400 yards. And in the three years, Chris, what we say? It was like 56 touchdowns. 56 touchdowns over three seasons. Scored a lot of points. Now, as much as I make fun of Dick Vermeil and his whiny, crying ways on a football field, which I just could never stand the look on his face, Dick Vermeule's, ooh, just something about him just gives me a cringe. The heebie-jeebies. Yeah, and, um, but he, he knew how to feed the running back position because Marshall Falk and Priest Holmes had some of the best seasons in history with Dick Vermeule as the head coach. So Vermeule coached the Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When the fuck he was, was that? He was the guy. And then even look at what Larry Johnson did when Priest Holmes left. I remember Larry Johnson. 91 to... That was... They went 9-0. and that was Marty Schott? No, it was the Chargers. That was right... Yeah, Marty Schott and was the Chiefs earlier... But definitely Dick Vermeil. They were nine and zero the one season. They had Priest Holmes. They had a great offensive line, mm. and they had Dante Hall. Dante Hall, yeah, shout out the original X Man, one of the, the wow. original guys who brought the X, the, the human joystick. But Priest yeah. Holmes, just this is like a. I don't put Priest Holmes higher than some of the guys. There's some Hall of Famers that we left off this top ten. Well, so here's some Priest honorable Holmes, mentions Priest brought Holmes to you by it. Absolute it's Eyewear. For, it's for me. Priest Holmes makes my team because he could do it all. Well, that's the ten. And he was down with being a backup because just a fun fact about Priest Holmes is he was a Ricky Williams backup at Texas when he should have been the man. And he was also Jamal Lewis backup in Baltimore and won a Super Bowl there. So he he's did. okay to sit in the Just bench. Fun facts brought to you by Absolute Eyewear. But anyway, Absolute Eyewear is about to uh, supplement. The supplement draft is about to happen right now. Who else we got here? Ah, Sean Alexander. His big claim to fame is that he made the cover of Madden and then fell off the face of the earth. Well, he fell off the face of the earth after rushing for as many yards as he did. I don't have it here because he's honorable mention, and I didn't think he would get picked. But I also didn't think I would end up picking Priest Holmes, but I kind of did, you know, so I didn't put his list down, his, his numbers down either. Right. But Sean Alexander, if you just want to see some crazy, crazy shit, look up his high school numbers. <laughs> Bro. It's high school. No, 50, like 57 touchdowns this oh, season. Well, it's, like, I mean, it's high school. You're feeding did, this man. He so. did just insane things, like Derrick Henry style. He just dominated at that level, went to Alabama and dominated at that level, and then... Sean Alexander, one of the best to do it in that era, and he was just a fantasy stud for like four years. Who else we got in this uh, supplemental draft here? Terrell Davis, TD. I fucking hate Terrell Davis. I don't like Terrell Davis either, uh, but he, he listen, he's there. He, 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 he belongs there. You know, he, he's a product of a really good Broncos team who really like to run the football, and we know for a fact that, that uh, Shanahan, the original Shanahan, Loved his running backs. Loved them. He had them all throughout his career. Always had good running backs in Denver. Terrell Davis only, was kind always, of the start of that. See, it was kind of strange to me what they did after the Terrell Davis thing. They they just went by like a committee. They were one of the first back uh, teams in mm. the league to go with the running back by committee when they had, I think it was like Carell Buckhalter. Was he oh, my them? God. Was he uh, Olandis Gary? Wow. They had some weird running backs that just... Ran well in Denver with that zone blocking scheme. And they still do it and to I this think day. After Terrell Davis, Denver was just one of those teams that they were like, nope, we're not paying a running back. We're going to just do this the, a different way. And they set a trend in the league. Uh, but Terrell Davis, they did have a bunch of good backs. He was a great back. Chris sure. Payne coming in but with a fuck stat. fuck him because he beat us in the 96 Super Bowl. 96 to 98, 48 touchdowns, 5,000 yeah. yards for yeah. Terrell Davis. So that's just a slightly worse, salute. I would say a slightly worse three-year stretch than what Priest Holmes did. Um, and Terrell Davis is in the Hall of Fame. It's solely due to the fact that they won titles. I, I well, no, he's got an MVP in 1998. He only played seven years, That's 77 games. He didn't have a great run, but he did. He had a great run, but he didn't have a long, yes. a long career. Yes. Which I think in the NFL, running backs get looked at very different in terms of longevity. Gail Sayers played six years, Hall of Famer. So, you know, I'm not sitting here and saying Terrell Davis. Now you're not. You're not going to see that anymore. No, you're, you're not, not going to see that anymore. Which. 
I think Terrell Davis is the last of the Mohicans when it comes to that. Am I allowed to say that now? Is it sure can? Mohicans like the Mohican Sun? Yeah, but you're talking about like, an actual that would tribe. Be one of the worst things we've said on this show. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think you're getting canceled for that one, Coach. I, let's think about it. This let's think not, about this. Let's, is not a stroke, <laughs> dude. Before you have me have going. Preface, Honorable time. mention uh, come from Bailey Trent Richardson. <laughs> Ooh. Yikes! From downtown, uh, Chris Payne coming in. Maurice Claret was with the Broncos under Shanahan. He got arrested for more ammunitions. Taliban <laughs> 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 Oh my God! Any more honorable mentions? I don't think. Oh, all right. Well, here's one I hated because there he, should be a, a few more. I didn't know here's who we were going to pick, so I put a bunch. Yeah, that's fine. So um, this is a good one. Uh, I lo- I hated them in Philly, and then I hated them with the Niners because he beat up on Dallas multiple times. Ricky Waters was that dude back in the nineties. I liked Ricky Waters. Also, a member, cast member of Any Given Sunday. He's one in the, that movie. One of the greatest all-purpose backs of the last forty years. Ricky Waters. He was tall. He looks like Eric Dickerson on the field. He wasn't as good of a runner, but he. I think he was just a great pass catcher, complete all-around back. Really good. Really good. Super I like Bowl him. champ. Uh, uh, yeah, Kyle Kerms coming. Oh mention. my God! What you do control the graphics at this point, don't you? <laughs> Dorsey Levens. Throw my boy Dorsey Levens in there. No, no, no uh, you don't. No, you don't have to bring him in there. Super Bowl champ. I don't um, give a shit. Amon Green was better than Dorsey Levens. Amon oh, Green bro. was better, and so is Fred Taylor. So is Jamal Lewis. So is Felix Chris Jones. Johnson <laughs> coming from Kyle. Felix Jones, who, by the way, his one-two punch with Marion Barber that could have been. I almost put Najee Davenport in there. But I'm gonna I feel like Dorsey Levens was a little bit. Who's the guy? You're a Packer guy. Who's the guy? Maybe in the year 2000 and shit, seven or six, bowling ball of a running back, Packer, cost me my fantasy championship, and he played for just a little bit. Ryan Grant? No. Grant was on my team, actually. He was a Jersey guy. No. Oh, God damn it. Sam Bosco Sam Congato. Sam Congato. Totally just ruined my life one year. Uh, But, yeah, to put Dorsey Levens on this list is borderline disrespectful uh, to all the rest of the running backs on this list. I don't think there's there's any more. guys, like, when they start thinking about names, like a Chris Warren. How about this guy? Remember how good he was under the radar? Who? Eddie George. Eddie George. Eddie George. Love him. Hall of Famer. Eddie George is a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't think so. I would be. I saw pictures of him when I was doing sorry, Eddie. In the in the gold jacket? In the gold jacket. Maybe he's an Ohio State Hall of Famer. Oh my god. Well that that for sure. (laughs) Uh, anyway. He made the Ohio State Hall of Fame. Another Madden cover. He's most famous for being Ray Lewis's nemesis. Have you Uh, seen that documentary on whatever it is, the NFL version? Here's a good one for thirty. Is Eddie George a Hall of Famer? Am I fucking He's not. God damn it, me. <laughs> God damn it, me. Steven Jackson. He was a semifinalist. He's for this year, though. So he might be going to next year. Wait, no. If he, uh, I don't know. Probably not. He is a Hall of Famer, Scoop said. Motherfucker. No, he's not. It was, it, this was December 2nd, 2021. Scoop, you're playing. It was updated and posted again since shit. George oh, no. was. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is why Scoop. you got to be careful in the comments, folks. You sabotage. will get roasted. Sabotage. That I was just, absolute I sabotage. I almost bragged for the second time about being wrong. So, oh, let me tell you about Steven Jackson. He's also on this honorable mention list. Uh, for, again, he had, I don't know, what, one, two good years? Um, so, I don't know why he's even. Um, what? Steven Jackson? Are you good? I'm good. Are you good? You check also said numbers. Eddie George was a Hall of Famer. Check Steven Jackson's numbers. And then tell me if he's not. He's had two good seasons. <sighs> Steven played a long Jackson. Time. Football. I'm going to play that numbers. Long, I don't think. He did. Pro football reference right now. Steven Jackson's stats. Uh, let's see. We could, we could also talk about. Are you I don't sure? Think we have a Are you well? Form, but, but he's got 11,000 yards. 69 touchdowns. He, his last. Ready so for he's his, got 11,000 yards and he had two good seasons. 
All right, so we had no, a thousand yard seasons like, aren't what they used to sounds be. Sounds like ten good seasons. No, it sounds like thousand yards aren't what they used to be. But you know what is what it used to be eleven thousand of them. All right, his best year was two thousand and nine with the Rams, fourteen hundred yards. Actually, no, I'm lying. Fifteen hundred yards in two thousand six. Okay, so he had a decent career. Okay, he at least deserves to be an Two honorable mention, he which had 5, he is. Five thousand yards one season and five thousand yards the next. Scoop season. coming in, Clinton Portis. But here's one for longevity purposes: Frank Gore. He's been around forever. Best known for getting his shit kicked in by Darren Williams last week. Right? That's unfortunate. No, Frank Gore is also best known for suffering only one concussion in 21 years, and it was like the last play he ever ran the ball by the, on the Jets. Did you see that hit? At that point, I was, I'm thinking like Frank. And in that moment, you knew. At that moment, you knew that he's about to start boxing. Yeah. Who would have thought? Um, so, yeah. So, there's, there's running backs that – is there any more? Can I give you some Steven Jackson NFL records real quick? Yes. Wait a minute. What do you mean NFL yes. records? He's got NFL records. Yes. Hold on, buddy. Please, thank you. Most consecutive season with four-plus rushing touchdowns tied with Emmett. Wait, 11. I'm sorry. How many? Most consecutive seasons with four plus. Four? Tied with Emmett, though. Four plus? 11, 11 in a row. Hold on. Most consecutive. Kansas, hold four on. touchdowns? There's a lot of good ones. NFL record. Most consecutive seasons with 40 plus runs, 11. Most rushing attempts by a player without a 60 yard run, 2,000. <laughs> hold on. 2,764. <laughs> Most consecutive oh, touches without a fumble. 870, November 3rd, 2011, through the end of his career. He never lost a fumble? Never lost a fumble. 870. (laughs) My boy is secure. Only player with 1,400 rushing yards and 800 receiving yards in a single season. No none coming in. Uh, That's a great name, by the way. Uh, Maurice, no, wait, where'd he go? No none. Oh, Corey Dillon. Oh, my God. I got jokes for days about Corey Dillon. I liked Corey <laughs> Dillon. Uh, Corey Dillon was a stud back, and that's my boy Slim and, and my boy Tim. I, I, probably, that might even be one of those guys. Um, I could do these stats all day. I'm a bum. Chris Johnson's <laughs> another guy. Bailey yeah, wants to be a stat Chris guy. Johnson, no, Chris Johnson could kind of make the list. Those stats. Uh, Chris Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, With their hard hat on, Bailey. Does Tiki Barber that's make great. the list as a Fuck no. as an honorable mention? Fuck yeah, no. Tiki. Most fumbles ever. I like probably. Tiki Barber, the the radio host. Before I like Tiki Barber, the fucking um, running back. Get trying to think of, of some other guys that had a little flash in the pants. Worked on. AJ Basco, Benjamin Button could have had eleven consecutive four touchdowns. How about Jerome Bell? That was the worst that you could. And I know you pull a lot of gems. That was terrible. It was just like he's in just the, saying records. He said NFL records. There were so no who keeps that as a record? I'll tell you what, you're telling the me league. that you're this <laughs> dumb. Um, Steven Jackson, honorable mention or no? Steven Jack, you said that. We said, yeah, but yeah. I know, but sure. like my point is you said he had two good seasons and, you're, and you were like, two All right, good I could backpedal that one, hurt my calves, but like, you know, right, outside of that, um, I'm not saying that fucking four touchdowns in a season consecutive is a record. So that means there's a record for three, there's a record for two. How about Ricky it, Williams? Had he not smoked his life away, he would have been fucking amazing. He would have been amazing. Had, no, amazing. had, he, not smoked his, had he not smoked weed, in the, had, had the NFL not sucked at the time, Ricky Williams would have been amazing. Remember because how many draft picks what that did, Mike what did he actually gave up for him? Whole, was it like the whole thing? He was like, I'll give you everything. Here, just take it all. I want Ricky. Like, and, but you what? have to wear a dress on, on ESPN magazine. This is true, too. You had to wear a dress. Wedding dress. No, Wedding dress. They got married. Mike Ditka. And Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. <laughs> Mike Dick and Mick, Ricky Williams are married, guys. <laughs> Never got divorced, so that's a f- that's a fun fact for you uh, people out there. Ooh, no nun comes back. Marshawn Lynch. No. Sorry. Is it just because like, Marshawn Lynch, to me, falls in the Steven Jackson thing? Plenty of good seasons. Marshawn Lynch just never- is a name that comes to mind. My brother made a post in the Facebook group yesterday about we all know what these guys have done on the field. What's the best off-the-field, <laughs> off-the-court personality? And they, the names like Shaq were there. Um Charles Barkley Peyton is Manning, there. Charles Barkley. I feel like uh, Beast Mode makes that list. I think Mike Tyson makes the list. 
But anyway, yeah, Beast Mode, I would put him on honorable mention. He had playoff success. Now, now, uh, now, now, we're saying running backs, right? And I saw a name pop up here. Mike Allstott. I was just thinking about that. We haven't head. talked about fullbacks ever. I mean, Moose Johnston was my guy, but like. Nor should we. Uh, okay. Wow. Tony, Richard, Tony Richardson, this right? Not, listen, really do. Nick Ralston, if you're watching, Sam which I know Gash, you do it sometimes, you know we do we're not what, dissing the fullback position. Do, I love you. What we should do with fullbacks is just just go through like go the, coolest, back to the coolest fullback. The name. world needs fullbacks. Sam Gash. Tony like, Richardson. If you're a fullback and your name is Sam Gash, number one draft pick. Pick me. Who was the guy? Right. You know, you're a Jets guy. Wasn't there a big fullback that they had for a while? Ironhead Hayward. He was a running back. He, he's 290. <laughs> he's, he's a running, running back. back. Recently, so was Bettis. Where's Bettis fall on your list? Um, not on it. Okay. No, no Bettis. Jerome right. Bettis, great player. I think he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think he Chris was a, Payne coming and saying, how'd you guys leave off Lamar Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew, pew. That was beautiful. I love it. Uh, anyway, that this was fun. This was fun. Uh, but listen, this is what happens. But listen, tomorrow, and I said, but listen, about 15 times in a row, here comes the coffee. It's in the veins. Deuce McAllister. Oh. Such a fun back to have on your fantasy team at the time. Who else? He was. It was Deuce and who else? Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush falls on nobody's list because of the shortness of, the, of his career, yes. but he was a human was highlight reel. Great, great player, just not um, great college player. No, Reggie Bush had staying power in the league. He did it for a decent amount of time, and you Is look there, at his numbers, I, I, they're there, but they're just not They're not uh, caliber of the guys we're talking <laughs> Scoop about. Scoop wants us to talk about Fred Taylor. Underrated. Underrated. 100% underrated. Shit teams, but, you know, whatever. Um, I got to ask you one more question before we get out of here in regards to this. Now, you already said King Henry, right? And he's one of the guys that are playing right now that are active, that are good. Do you foresee any running backs in the NFL right now, legitimate, that could jump any of these guys in the next it has to be 10 decade. years. It's going to be tough. Just looking at the young backs in the league right now. Who like, do I you think feel, has a you have a good feeling about Jonathan Taylor? I have a good feeling about, Was that yeah, too new? I have a good feeling about Jonathan Taylor because he's on a team that ha is dedicated to paying their offensive linemen to stick around. So the Colts are going to have a good line for a while and he's young. So injuries are the only concern there. I do believe that, um, Najee Harris has a good chance because Pittsburgh's philosophy and his situation where he's young, they fed him a lot. But the wear and tear on a guy like that, you know, a lot of carries real early in his career. I just want to know if, if the NFL is going to allow any of these guys at any point in their careers to accumulate stats the way they have. Derrick Henry is the only it's very rare where you see a guy's like they don't have a backup that gets the ball at all. And when you do. Guys tend to get hurt, which you saw with Derrick Henry. You know, so I don't think there's any now. more. There's no such thing now as a bell cow. There, like is, Nick there is. I guess Henry would be. There it. is. Like if you look at the Steelers, they didn't give the any other running backs the ball. But the thing is, you can't do that. Sustain it over extended period. Right, you're going to beat the shit out of just your guy, you and you're just not going to be able to. And pay also, him. there's different needs when you when you come to like a running back situation. You have a guy that's good at picking up the blitz. You have a guy that's good at receiving, uh, catching the ball out of the backfield, and then. You have a guy that's good in between the tackles that might not be good at catching the ball. So all these things matter, and with the analytics the way they are nowadays, they it's very specific with what they want on a specific play. Nick Chubb doesn't get a shot, you don't think? I, I think as long as Hunt is there, probably not. I think him being I, – I think what, what we've seen – Somebody's got to get shipped out of town what we've seen with these Nick other Chubb, running backs. I, I don't agree. I think you have a chance to have a 10-year career if you have another guy. And and them being like Nick Chubb is the guy. Yeah, but then he can't compile the stats that would be required to be on any of these but lists. But you can because he's still fucking second in the NFL in rushing with Kareem Hunt there. You get what I'm yeah. saying? But it doesn't mean he just doesn't have to play every single play. 
you get what I'm getting at. Like you have long base, you have a better chance at longevity if you have a guy that they could rely on other than you in big spots. <laughs> a lot of uh, Fred Taylor slander coming in here. Um, there's a hot take by Kyle. Fred Taylor overrated. That team was carried by tight end Kyle. Here's a story of a man named Brady. I like Kyle Brady. Uh, terrible draft pick, boy. I uh, also heard Fred Taylor ran a weekly underground bird fight and murdered birds <laughs> himself. He's the bird Mike Vick. Wow, this is just a lot of hot takes coming in from Fred here. Taylor. Uh, this might just be a personal battle right now between Scoop and Kyle, but this has been a fun one. Um, these conversations happen from time to time because it's a slow time in the NFL, slow time in sports. I mean, obviously, yes, hot... NBA down the stretch. Baseball's about to get going. We can't wait for that. Fantasy baseball, which we're going to talk tomorrow. So I'll talk to Toast today. He's our baseball expert along with Gooch, obviously. Also, stay tuned tomorrow to find out if I can tackle Reggie Bush. There's a lot of um, banter going on throughout the last decade of my life, and I just thought of this topic now. What? I have several things that I think I could do in a pro sporting event right now. Well, maybe not now, but when I was 30. <laughs> maybe not right now, but... Understanding, like, what could you do? Could you gain one yard in an NFL game? Could you average one yard per carry over the course of a game? I bet you a you million said, I dollars. Fall I forward. Huh? Well, that's what I'm saying, but I was told no. And I I'm always like, said that about quarterback sneaks. I'm like, know, just fall forward. <laughs> if Bobby Erbsis is in the is in the chat, he'll he'll appreciate this because this has been something that we've been debating since the dawn of time. And I am that old, guys. I am that old. The dawn of time. I could tackle Reggie Bush if he's not allowed to make a move. He has to run what? right at me. He's going right the fuck down. I might even put him on his back. <laughs> Jesus How about that? Christ. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll talk about that this eventually, This is when Reggie too. Bush was, like, really good. So oh, all right. Well, I was going to say now, Reggie Bush is. now. Could you tackle Reggie Bush now? You now, Reggie Bush now? Yeah. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, okay. absolutely. All I'm right. not chasing Reggie, him listen down. Bro. I'm not chasing him down. This I'll guy. beat up Tom Brady. I'd tackle Reggie Bush. I would. Um, Somebody is coming in saying LMAO zero shot. Reggie Bush is tearing your ACL on a juke. I don't know who you are. You're on but, Facebook. Uh, you don't count. You're on no, Facebook. You don't you, count. You, you have do to. Count. You do count. Go you do count. Insta- Go to you. Um, it's YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> Go to YouTube and make that same YouTube. comment so we know who you are. Uh, ever heard of the Oklahoma drill? He'll steamroll you. Oh boy, I do remember that drill. Uh, Tim Biakabatuka. Remember that fucking name? I tackle him, too. Oh, boy. All right. Gooch is dominating another sport, ladies and gentlemen. There's some breaking news. So, anyway, we want to thank you guys for joining us here today on the Chop Sports Daily. We return tomorrow and every weekday at 11 o'clock. Tomorrow, we're going to dive into the world of fantasy baseball because we have to because the draft is on Sunday, apparently. So, we got to make sure that's good to go. Um, and, of course, Friday. heated right now. These comments saying that he'd tear my ACL by a juke. I, I mean, just you- said he's not allowed to juke. Yeah, he has to run has to full run bore. And Oklahoma drill, I'm just going to get a little bit lower because I don't have to stay up. He does. I don't know who this that is, is but is now I'm very bro. curious um, to know who that is. I could should just go on. I want to fucking find out. Should I just go find out? Someone get a hold of Reggie Bush I'm gonna, I'm and get him down out. to Matawan. I want to find out. I want to find out. Someone get a hold of Reggie Bush and tell him to fucking take the trip mm. to Matawan so we could do a, a nutcracker. He'll beat me. Damn it. I can't find it. I'm trying to find who it is. No comment there. Anyway, shop sports. Um, no, no, this or, is this or you is can pivotal. fucking so say who you are. The end of the closing, oh, there it is. Like we are so close. Oh, you know who it is? It's your boy, Jorge. <laughs> Jorge, shame on you, bro. Watch us on uh, YouTube. Jorge, so, I know. Jorge, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah, what is bro? up with you? Subscribers up to nine sixty seven, according to Pain. So That's we're thirty three away. Thirty three. Patrick, you. Hat 
Patrick Ewing away from 1,000 goal. We're right there, mother effers. So help us out. Chop sports. Let us grow for Sturch and Gooch and Rob and fucking Dina. I don't know why I threw the effing in front of it, <laughs> but okay. she's here too. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. See you guys tomorrow. Let's talk some baseball. Definitely could tackle Reggie Bush in the hole. I really can't. One more senior, I went through messing. <laughs>